It is often said that the three readings of Scripture, actually four, include the song, the readings of Scripture from the Sunday lectionary form a kind of literary tapestry. And for the homilist, it's always nice if there's a, a kind of obvious thread that connects those texts. Of course, one thread does not a tapestry make. And so there are always other threads, as it were, that fall from sort of the main one of these readings in Scripture. The thread for me today in these readings is who belongs to community? Another way of stating that is to ask the question, who's on the inside and who's on the outside? The community, of course, is the people of God. But even such a community has its beginnings and its development. And so there are some questions arise from that community of God. Who is acceptable? Who is included? Is everyone of equal status? If not, why not? And what does it mean to belong? We know that every group, every organization, every association, whether it's religious or political or social, has ways of determining who belongs, who are members, who's in, and who's out. And the answers can be both complex and contentious. But when this membership is equated with acceptability, then it can lead to discrimination, elitism, exclusion, and harm. And when all of this invades a religious community or a religious group, it can be even more divisive and unjust. And it doesn't take long before those on the inside determine that, of course, God is on the inside. And God loves them more than the others on the outside. Isaiah, in today's text, speaks of foreigners whom Isaiah says will become more faithful than even God's chosen ones. Those who are the people of God, the Israelites. And God says through the prophet Isaiah, my house will be called a house of prayer for all peoples. Generations later, Paul, in his letter to the Romans, 
speaks to the Gentiles. And Paul says, I am the apostle of the Gentiles. And in speaking to them, Paul says, understanding that they were often regarded as outsiders, Paul says that they have become believers, that their actions are examples to the others, meaning to those who were part of the chosen people. And so Paul reminds us that the outsiders have now become insiders, and those who were inside are in danger of acting as though they were outsiders. The Gospel story mixes this all up in this wonderful little scenario and the conversation between Jesus and the woman. Jesus, first of all, Matthew tells us, is outside of his territory. He has left his region and gone to the area of Tyre and Sidon. And normally a good Jew had no desire or any need to travel into this country or this part of the country. They might have been neighbors, but they were not good neighbors. But he does. And he's inside the territory of the woman, who is, of course, outside because she is a woman and because she is a Canaanite. But she asks Jesus to let some of his power that has seemed to be reserved for those inside, to let that come into the life of her daughter. After all, he was asked by others in other areas to heal. And now she dares to ask him because he is inside her neighborhood. Boundaries disappear when human needs are desperate. Two weeks ago, the Gospel text was about the hunger of the crowd. And that hunger and the compassion of Jesus broke down the barriers of the disciples who were reluctant to feed them. Note the phrase from that Gospel and the phrase in today's Gospel where the disciples said them, send them away, and said today, send her away. These disciples don't always appear in a good light. And then, in last week's Gospel, in the midst of the storm, who asked Jesus to help the disciples? And they cried out. Today, it is the love of a mother and her persistence that brings us to know the mercy of God, a mercy that knows no boundaries, a mercy that Paul speaks of, a mercy that Isaiah alludes to, a mercy that Jesus embodies. And so Jesus and the woman set aside cultural, ethnic, and religious boundaries 
in the name of healing. The woman acts as a determined and loving mother and became the bearer of the unbounded compassion of God. She enters the world that Jesus offers, and he enters the world that needs redemption. Her mission was not political or even religious. She simply wanted to bring healing to another person. I think in our own time of the courageous efforts of women in Latin America and in South Africa who have formed organizations, movements, to demand healing and mercy that is so needed in our society. This past week, we saw news reports of great crowds of women taken, taking to the streets in another part of the world in uh, an attempt to call attention to injustice and persecution. And they were without fear because, like the woman in the Gospel, they had great faith. This single-mindedness Jesus calls faith. And it's not just faith as a belief in God, so much as it is a belief in the need for healing and a belief that healing is possible. Faith is not just a relentless commitment to the betterment of people and situation, it's the creative ability to find a way to that betterment. And she did. There's hardly a corner of our world, our city, our neighborhood, or our church that doesn't need healing. We all learn a great deal from this woman of the gospel. 